0: Hosanna Hosanna Lift up your hands Hosanna in the highest Hosanna 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 Hosanna. Hosanna, 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 Hosanna in the Stream 10.
1: Say Hosanna to the King of Kings Hosanna to the Lord of Lords Father we magnify your name We exalt that precious name We hallow it The name that is above all names We exalt it and extol it Hosanna to the King of Kings. Hosanna! Hosanna to the Lord of Lords. Hosanna! Let us pray. Kind, precious, loving Heavenly Father, Creator of the heavens and the earth, we want to appreciate you, Father, this evening. Father, you have made it possible for us to come in your presence to come and hallow that precious name and magnified and exalted for you are above all our fears you are above all our confusion you are that almighty God we give you all the glory and all the honor father we ask you king of glory forgive us of all our shortcomings Wash us in your dear precious blood and accept us in your presence this evening. Even Lord Jesus, as we come to this part of the world, Father, I pray, King of Glory, that let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight this evening, Speak to us, King of Glory. Our hearts are longing and burning for you. Even, Lord, we remember our precious brother, Nixon, who will be going for a driving test. Father, I commit him to you, praying Jesus that you'll stand by him and guide him, King of Glory, and enable him, Father, to pass that test, that at the end of it all, all glory and honor shall return to you. Grant it, kind Heavenly Father. For we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. I greet you so much this evening. In the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherever you are in your homes, I salute you so much. Let us turn to our Bibles for the reading of the word. We shall read from Joshua. Joshua chapter 10 from verse 12. Then spoke Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Joshua? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hastened not to go down about a whole day. Yoshua Sulya Kumba Okuva Kunir Kumine Bidi. Aw Yoshua na gamba mukama kurunaku mokama we waywa mori. Umasoga ba na ba isidaidi, na and juba yimidida bwe kugibioni, <coughs> na omwezi much wonvu ayaroni, and juba omwezi negulinda. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of His Word. You may be seated. I want us to share this evening on this message of paradox. Amen. Amen. Now the prophet says Nabi he says a paradox is something that is incredible. Something that is unbelievable. And yet it is true. Something that is out of the ordinary. Something that is Unexplainable. That one is a paradox. And he says everything around us is a paradox. Our lives themselves are a paradox. Nature around us is a paradox everything around us is a paradox. Now, in this scripture which we read, we see Joshua speaking to the sun and the moon. First of all, there was a battle between a league of five kingdoms against Israel. And this one came forth Chino Chaja as a result of these kingdoms chiva trying to attack Gibeon. Because Gibeon, Gibeon uh, it was a tribe that was around When they heard about the God of Israel, How he had opened the Red Sea. How he had brought down the walls of Jericho. How he had destroyed the city of Ai. Their hearts melted. And the Bible says, they desired to make a league with Israel. And they find it in such a way that they were coming from far away and they wanted to go to Israel and make a league with them. And the Bible says that they find it in such a way They came putting on old tattered clothes. They were carrying molded bread. And when they reached uh, uh, Israel, they talked to, to Joshua. They said, Joshua, we want to make a league with you. We have come from far away. We have heard about your God. That he is a mighty God. So we want to serve him also. And Joshua asked them. Maybe you could be coming from nearby. And they said no. Don't you see our clothes? We have moved long, long journeys. Till our clothes are in tatters. Look at the bread that we are carrying. It is molded. We want also to serve under your God. At least make us your servants. But let us serve your God. And then after, you know, Uh, persuading Joshua, he ended up making a league with them. But yet he found out later on that they were just from around. The bad thing, he had not consulted God. And he had already signed a covenant with them. So that covenant could not be annulled. So they made them their servants. And when all the other tribes around, when they had that, that Gibeon has formed a league with Israel, they decided to attack Gibeon. And the Bible says, a league of five kings came against Gibeon. And Gibeon had to run to Joshua. And they told him who had been confronted by this league of five kingdoms. And Joshua confronted that league. He asked the Lord, Lord, will I be able to overcome these kingdoms? And the Lord told him, Go, I will be with you. And the Bible says, Joshua confronted them. He fought them. And the Lord was on his side according to his word. They killed so many of them and God himself sent hailstone from heaven. And the people who were killed by hailstone were more than those that were killed with the sword. And when it was coming to evening time, the sun was trying to set. Joshua looked at his enemies that they were still around. And out of inspiration, he spoke those words which we read. The Bible says, he said, Lord, let the sun stand still upon Gibeon and let the moon stay in the valley of Ajalon until I have destroyed my enemies. And the Bible says, the sun stood still. And the moon stayed until Joshua Joshua had confronted his enemies. Now, this one was a paradox. Nothing like that had ever happened. This was something which was unbelievable. It was something that you could not fathom with your own understanding. Can you imagine when the sun is soon setting and a man speaks believing and trusting God maybe at around four it has started kind of getting the setting time. But he speaks those words and the sun stays maybe up to around 10 in the night until Joshua had confited all his enemies. So that one is a paradox. And the prophet says everything around us is a paradox. The nature around us is a paradox. The sun, the moon, the stars. Everything around us is a paradox. paradox. It cannot be explained. Hear what the prophet says. eh? In this very message of paradox. He says. Now paradox. Paradox. Uh, Webster says, it is something that's incredible, but it is true. It's out of the realms of the knowledge of mankind. But yet it is true. Mm -hmm. Paradox. And now we find out that if you would read in Hebrews the 11th chapter and the third verse that this world itself is a paradox. Amen. This world that we are in is a paradox. Let us read the Hebrews quickly. Hebrews 11.3 Hebrews 11.3 It says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Through faith... We understand that the worlds were framed. By the word of God. So that the things that we see came out of things that we don't see. They came from the word of God. The things that we see came from that paradoxic God. Our God is a paradox himself. The world that we are in is a paradox. Paul is telling us here that the worlds were formed out of things that we don't see. They asked the prophet a question. Are there more than one world? He said yes. Because Hebrews 11.3 it says the worlds we are formed out of the things that we don't see. Amen? Amen? Everything around us is a paradox. Even the world that we are in is a paradox. Is there more than one world? This is the question they asked him. Yes. There are worlds of worlds. Hebrews, the the first chapter, the second verse, Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and the third verse, there is worlds of worlds. God created the worlds, worlds, and worlds. Amen. So, there are more than one world. Can you imagine that? The world that we are in is a paradox. And yet there are worlds of worlds. Even this very one that we are in is a paradox. But God created other worlds that we don't know. Because that is the world. So, this very one that we are in is a paradox. Everything around us, the nature that is around us, the trees, the sun, the moon, we ourselves are a paradox. Amen? Everything around us is a paradox. The Bible says in Psalms 14 verse 1 it says let a fool say that there is no God. A fool is the one who says that there is no God. Because everything that we see it portrays God. One poet sang one poet sang, she said, I see God. When I see the sun setting, I see God. When I hear a child cry, a, a baby, baby cry, cry. I see God. When I see birds flying, I see God. Thanks God that you can see him. But the world does not see him. God is everywhere. Everything around us portrays God. He talks about his greatness. Even ourselves. We are also a paradox. Brother Branham was on a certain farm. And they were practicing uh, artificial insemination. And then he asked. How do they do it? The scientist told him we get semen from a cow, a, a bull, and we inject it in a cow. And in that semen, there are a lot of jams, male jams. In millions. And those jams swim until they reach the egg of the female. And their conception takes place. And he told him millions and millions of them compete to reach that egg so that fertilization can take place. So the first one to reach there is the one that forms uh, uh, life. And the prophet wondered, And from there he got a revelation of one in a million. And he said, do you know that your presence here was designed by God People who say that there is no God are fools. Because how did you come here on this earth? Some people say we came by our parents. But how did the parents get that understanding and all that wisdom and all the ability to bring you forth? There There ought to have been a supernatural, paradoxic God somewhere who engineered your presence here. So everything is a paradox. You yourself, you are a paradox. We live in a paradoxic world. A world that we don't understand. Ask yourself it is coming tonight time. (inaudible) Who calls that darkness? You see light is fading away. And darkness is coming. Who brings that darkness? And towards daybreak, that darkness will fade away. And light will come. So who controls all that? That's why the Bible says let a fool say that there is no God. Look at the seasons. In the temperate, they have summer, winter, and autumn, and you know. Here in the tropics, we have rainy seasons. We We have sunny seasons. seasons. Who controls all that? It is that mighty God. The prophet preaches about God in simplicity, and that message he says, "Our God is so mighty. What makes Him so mighty? Is because He can make Himself so simple that people will just bypass Him." When he wanted to save you and me, he humbled himself and he came in a human being tent. And very many people missed him. And in that message, he says one day, there was a young girl. She was coming from Sunday school. And she met an old infidel man. And the old man asked him, Daughter, where are you coming from? She told him, I'm coming from Sunday school. And the old man told her, Why do you waste your time for such things that don't exist? You mean you believe that there is God? And the girl told him, Oh yes, there is God. And the girl picked a small flower and showed it to the old infidel man and asked him, Papa, I want you to tell me where did this flower come from? And the man said, It came from the ground. It came from the soil. And the girl asked her, where did the soil come from? And the old man started now getting kind of confounded. He started asking himself himself questions. Truly, truly, where did the soil come from? And the prophet says, through that, the old man ended up giving his life to Christ. He realized that there is that infinite God. So, brethren, everything around us talks about that God. Just like a singer sang, Oh, Lord, my God. When I, in El Consider all the things that you have made. I see the sun. I hear the rolling thunders. Thy power throughout. The world displayed. Then sings my soul. My Savior God to thee. How great thou art. He is a mighty, wonderful God. He is a great God. He is a nailsome God. We cannot fathom him in our small mind. He is a paradoxic God. And everything he created is a paradox. But he desires one thing from us just to have faith in him. Otherwise, you cannot explain him. You cannot explain the things he created. You cannot. Everything is a puzzle. The only thing that you can do is to believe him. To only believe him. He says here, A few weeks ago, in our meetings in New York City, I came out one night from the Morris Auditorium. And we were walking down the street. My son and I, we looked upon the people. And they were just in thousands. And men with hair like women, <coughs> you know, what they call ratted and, and earrings, and leotard on and you know white and colored children, you know. You know what I mean. <laughs> Men and women together. A poor old woman fell on the street. Nobody picked her up. People just went on. And helped her get her oranges. And picked up like that. You know that old thing about 70 years old. And she looked at me in a strange way and went down the street. But walking down the street... Billy said to me, he said, Dad, how does God ever know who who they all are? Amen. Billy Paul is working with his dad, And they see all sorts of people. People with funny hairstyles. So many people in thousands. And Billy Paul asks the dad. How does God. Know all these people. How does God know them. Amen. Amen. And the prophet goes on to say, I said, all right, son, look right straight up towards the skies. And I said, see those two little stars up there? Almost together. I said, if one of them, science tells us, if one of them would start to the earth, at a million miles an hour, it would take it millions of years to get here. That's how far it is away. And yet, those two stars are closer to each other than we are, we are to the star. Oh, we are probably closer to one to the star than they are to us. He said, "How does God ever do it?" I said, "He's an infinite God." See? Amen. How does God know all those things? How does He know all the people He created? He is an infinite God, He is an omnipotent God. He is an, om, uh, an omniscient God. He, he is all present. An omnipresent God. He most powerful. He knows everything. And the prophet says, What makes him to be everywhere? To be omnipresent. Is because he's omniscient. God is not in a sinner's heart. God is not in a bar. But he knows. Because he's omniscient, he knows whatever takes place in a bar. So that makes him omnipresent. He knows what takes place in a sinner's heart. When a sinner is plotting evil, God knows. He knows every person's name. He knows what they are thinking. He knows their plots. That makes him an infinite God. That makes him omnipotent. That makes him a paradoxic God. He's a God you cannot explain. He's a paradox in himself. You cannot explain him. But the only thing you can do is just to believe him. Amen? He knows all things. Jesus said, sold for a penny, but yet none of them can fall to the ground without the knowledge of your heavenly father. And he says, but even he knows the number of your hair. Can you imagine that God knows the number of your hair? That God knows what you are thinking now. He knows every condition that you are in. Whether you are needy, whether you are sick, whether you are hard-pressed with problems, he knows everything that pertains to you. David said in Psalms 139, he said, Lord, you have searched me and you have known me. You know my down city. You know my uprising. You know my thoughts. A far off. O o o you have compassed me. And you know you are acquainted with all my ways. God knows every way. He knows your way. He knows your trade, your career. If you are a farmer, he knows. When you get challenges in that farming, God knows. He's acquainted with all your ways. And I want to tell you this evening, he knows every situation that you are going through. Whether you are sick, whether you are needed, he knows. And the Bible says, even before we pray, he knows. But he expects one thing from us, to go down and call upon him. He knows every condition that you are in. That one makes him a paradoxic God. That is our awesome God. That is the mighty God whom we serve. Amen? He is a mighty God. He goes on to say, we just had a lecture from Einstein on this galaxy and the constellation. Einstein was a great physicist and he said if a person could leave the earth one of his great speeches if a person could leave this earth at the speed of light that is 186,000 miles per second 186,000 miles per second and would travel 150 million light years, he would arrive there. And then it would take him 150 million light years to come back. That would be so many billions of years. So you could run a row of nines around this earth, not to break it down in talking about years, you know, how long he had been gone from the earth. 50 years, you know, in time. He says, eh, this scientist, this one was his speech. Bibi, no. And he said, the star is far away. Enye, nyo. That if we had to go to that star, baba, traveling at a speed of light, ku e and the speed of light, e he says, is 186,000. Miles per second. By that time, they were counting in miles. 186 miles per second. If you are to travel there to that star at that speed, it would take you about 150 million light years. To reach there. So which means they are far away. That's why we see them as tiny dots. And yet one of them is bigger than this earth. But the prophet says they are far away as we are far away from them. And they are far away apart. Though sometimes we see them as clusters as you see those lights. Where is it you? But he says the distance between them is the same distance that is between us and them. So the whole thing is a mystery. Everything is a paradox. You cannot understand it. You cannot fathom it. We are just in a hurry. What if a little ant started from Tucson? To come up here in uh, Bakersfield Baker's Field. How far you think he would get in forty years? Probably half a mile, see? It means so much to him. It means so much to him. To us, it meant 12 hours driving. To a jet plane, just a few seconds. And to God, just nothing. He says, look at an ant. If it started Moving, maybe going from here to Nairobi, a distance that would take man in a bus 12 hours. And he says, maybe after, after 40 years, it would have covered only 40. Only half a mile. And if a man is traveling in a bus. It will take him 12 hours. And in a jet plane. Just a few seconds. seconds into not but then to God. He says nothing. Look at a man like Philip. Philip after preaching to that eunuch. In Samaria. Samaria The Bible says, after baptizing him, he was caught up in the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God drove him to a place called Azotak. And And the prophet says, maybe there was a a distance of about 2,000 miles. But within a second, He he was already there. And the prophet says, in the third pool, the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ will be performing great miracles. They will create missing limbs. You will speak to someone who does not have rain you will say, Brother Joshua, I give you rain in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And rain will just rain around his area. And he says, you will just desire maybe to travel to Nigeria just like the, the pastor traveled A journey that took maybe two days. You will desire to see a brother maybe in the States. Within a second. You will be there. So, brethren, we serve a miracle-working God. We serve a paradoxic God. What he desires from us is only to believe. He says, whosoever comes to God must believe that he is God. You don't have to question how he does his things. You don't have to ask yourself how will I come out of this situation? You have to only believe. Whosoever comes to God must believe that he is God. And is a rewarder of those ones who seek him diligently. He said, I'm the Lord God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? God can do anything and it He requires one thing from us. Just faith. U-kiriza. Only believe. Kiriza bu-kiriza. Only believe. Kiriza bu-kiriza. All things are possible to them that believe. We serve a paradoxical God. The prophet says, Nabi-a-gamba. whenever he would. Conduct a prayer line and they would start singing that song. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. He says the angel of the Lord would get excited. And when you see people's hearts being touched by faith, you'd come closer. God requires one thing from us, only to believe. Don't question how will it be? How will I be filled with the Holy Ghost? How will I come out of this condition? Only believe. All things are possible to them who believe. Look at your life. It is a paradox. Do you know that human beings will live kind of automated lives As you see an automatic car You don't force it Like this one that is manual geared When you reach a hill You have to struggle to balance If you are not careful you may move backwards And knock other vehicles It is a manual car You have to keep on engaging gears, but this automatic one—it just engages itself. So our lives are automated. Do you struggle to breathe? We see this, this in the COVID uh, conditions. People being put on oxygen, to 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 oxygen, oxygen. and all But a normal person, <inaudible> his breathing system is automatic. <inaudible> you don't struggle <inaudible> to support digestion. <inaudible> you just swallow the food. <inaudible> unconsciously and you rest. And God performs the rest. You don't struggle to excrete wastes from your body. You don't help the liver and the kidneys to do that. God does it automatically. And that God told us especially we believers. Our prophet said a Christian um Cristão does not run from pillar to post. A Christian does not have an answered question. A Christian does not worry about issues because it is already done for him on the cross at Calvary. It is already a finished work. Healing is already purchased for you. The Holy Ghost is purchased for you. Heaven is purchased for you. Is purchased for you. It is already a finished work. And Isaiah 30, 15 says, Eat, returning, and rest. Shall ye be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Brethren, it is high time we return from our confusion. We return from our worries. We return from our unanswered questions and rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. For our salvation is in resting in the Lord in quietness and confidence. It is high time we confide in that paradoxic God. That is able to do anything. He is an unlimited God. Joshua believed him like that. When Moses sent the 12 spies to spy that Canaan land. The Bible says, Bible after spying, Amazon the 10 came with a bad report. And they said, truly, truly, the land Bible is there. It is flowing with milk and honey. And Even to have a testimony, we have carried these grapes. We, we could not carry this cluster. Single-handedly, oh, we had to, to carry it, two of us. <laughs> the, the land is there. It is flowing with milk and honey. But we are unable to take that land because there are giants there. The whole place is walled. When we compare ourselves, with the inhabitants there. We are just like grasshoppers. Oh, we cannot do it. And the Bible says, everybody had to lift up his hands. And they cried. They said, Moses, get us captains to take us back to Egypt. But then Joshua and Caleb, they steal the people. They said, We are more than able to take that land. Joshua and Caleb did not look at the world cities. Joshua and Caleb did not look at the giants. They looked at their God. They looked at that paradoxic God. How did God? Strike Egypt with frogs. Where did the frogs come from? Where did the hailstone come from? How did he keep us in caution? As we were enjoying light. And yet there was total darkness in Egypt. That one was a paradox. How did God open the Red Sea? Joshua looked at that God. And he followed him step by step. How did God open Jordan? The prophet says Jordan was overflowing the time they crossed it. Joshua just followed God's instructions. Get Levites Let them carry the ark of the covenant. The moment they step in that water of Jordan, it will open up. He did not look at the overflowing waters of Jordan, but he looked at that paradoxical God. He followed Him. When God told him, when you reach Jericho, don't worry. Walk around it. Six days. The first day, walk around it once and rest. The following day, for six days, and then the seventh day, let the Levites carry the Ark of the covenant as you walk around it. Seven times. And then the seventh time, shout, it will collapse. He didn't ask how can it be? Such a wall (laughs) with such thickness he looked at that paradoxical And even when it came to that battle when he was fighting against this great league of the kings (laughs) he spoke to the Lord. The Bible says that Joshua spoke to the Lord. Son, stand still. A new moon. In the valley of Ajalon. And it it happened that that way. He looked at that mighty God. Brethren, that is the God we should look to. He has never changed. He is the same God. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. That God of Joshua is your God this evening. He here this evening to confront any power of the devil. The three Hebrew boys were not intimidated by the Bukadneza. They looked at that paradoxical God. And the Bible says, even when they were thrown in fire, the third man who looked like the son of God. The fourth one. He was in the fire. That God has never changed He's the same God that we serve. He's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's God who can do anything at any time. He's a paradoxic God. And everything he created is a paradox. It is unexplainable. You cannot research him. You cannot fathom him. But the only thing that you can do is only to believe and worship that mighty God and love him and serve him. That is the only thing that we can do. He's a God whom Daniel believed. Even when he was thrown in the den of lions, he looked at that paradoxical God. And that God had to deliver him. And the prophet says. That the lions looked at that pillar of fire. And they could not come near him. Do you know. That that. Jesus who promised you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will be with you until the end of the age. Those were not mere words. Those were words of your mighty God. Those are true words. He is a faithful God. He is here this evening to confront any magnitude of a problem. He is a God who cannot be challenged by any force. The Bible says, when the enemy will come in like a flood, he will raise a standard. The Bible says, he sits upon floods and he is king forevermore. That is the Lord Jesus Christ, whom we serve. He He is here. He's He's with us. He's a paradoxic God. Do you know that even salvation itself the saving of your soul is a paradox. Amen? Can you imagine God transforming your life? God transforming the life of a crook who was a liar, who was a thief, who was an adulterer, who was everything. And he transforms his life to be a child of God who sits before the Lord and listens to his word. That one itself is a paradox. To an extent that people look at you and even if you tell them your past life, they cannot imagine it. You mean you used to drink? You mean you are one time a liar? You mean you you live that kind of life also? That mighty God came in your soul and transformed it. He gave you another nature. And that God is more than able. That God who did that is able to fill you with the Holy Ghost. That God who did that is more than able to take you to the rapture. That God who did that He's able to heal you this evening. That God who did that is more than able to provide for all your needs. You just have to believe Him. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible to them who believe. We cannot question Him. But we have to only believe. He called us to believe Him. He's an unimaginable God. He's too great for us to fathom in our small heads (laughs) and our small minds. But we have to only believe. All things are possible. What condition are you going through this evening? Are you needy? Are you sick? Are you scared about issues? Are you troubled? That God, that paradoxic God, is here this evening. You have to only believe. May the Lord help us to believe him. That is the only thing that we can do. The Lord bless you so much. We have to only believe him. Only believe all things are possible to those ones who believe. Oh, we serve an awesome God. Let's sing that song. Only trust Him. You have to only trust Him. All things are possible. Only trust Him. Only trust Him, only trust Him now, He will save you, He will save you, He will save you now, only trust Him save you, he will save you now, um, Come, every soul by sin oppressed, oh there is mercy We. Do you believe he knows all your ways? Do you believe he knows your name? Do you believe that he is able to deliver you from every condition? All things are possible. he is able to deliver you from every condition? All things are possible. You are The Lord Jesus Christ. That by the God. Uyoka, never fail. He here. In any condition. Hey, that you are here. Just lift up your hand before him. As going to pray. Lift up your, your hand him. He he need. You. Wherever you are You're the one here Only believe All things are possible I mean Wonderful love in you Father njenyo, guru. Creator are the heavens who is you who is unlimited we You are unlimited in power You're unlimited in greatness You're unlimited in greatness you said in your word, Lord, that the Lord God of all flesh. Say too hard. Father, there is nothing too hard. We cannot fathom our Lord. But we have to believe. we help our unbelief, Give us faith, Lord, to believe. The glory to as they have lifted up their hands Lord, Lord this evening Lord, God, God, They are looking unto love in You know their hearts Lord You know jabui. their hearts Lord Before they lifted up their hearts Lord, Lord You are King of Lord Because you know all things Pray, dear Jesus, Every one of them and their points of view. Heal the sick, deliver the oppressed, meet every condition. You are children, Father. Father. You are not limited people. You are that unlimited God. You infinite God. 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 You are not. God. You are the Alpha and the Omega. When Alpha, when Omega. Father, meet me. And one of them And their points of need we worked, Even Lord Jesus The tithes and the offering that have been brought in your house I pray, I pray blessing Father upon the giver According to your word bless them heavenly Father We love you Lord We worship we you We glorify your we name The all you Thank you, Jesus, for calling us out of our walks We pray you, for all of you and living God. We, love you you we you bless your name, we ask all this, name of Jesus Amen. God bless you so much.